Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals, the podcast that allows every therapist, nail tech and stylist to level up, build their career and reach for their dreams. Each week we'll be looking at a different area of the industry and along the way I'll be chatting with salon owners, industry leaders and mentors who'll be sharing their stories on how they achieved their goals and made their successes. I'm Sue Davies, your host, award-winning salon owner and industry professional. Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. Hey there and Happy New Year to everybody. This is Sue Davies on Inspiring Salon Professionals and this week we're going to be looking at something that's very nail industry specific. Um, I'm sure it does reflect slightly on the other sectors within our industry. However, this is something that I know as a nail professional myself is a massive, massive area of concern. So, and I've just spent this morning just answering another couple of questions around um, product choices and thought, you know, maybe it would be really handy to just put my little list that I normally refer to on Facebook and anywhere else that I'm asked for any information. Um, And I thought I'd maybe just do like a top 10 list of how to choose products on here because then it's there for posterity and um, it's somewhere I can refer people to as well. So, Today's episode is going to be all about choosing products and as I say this is going to be a little bit now specific but I hope that some of the information in here is also useful for people in beauty um, and in hair too. I'm going to jump straight in with my first one which is choose as a professional. Think about what it is you're choosing, why you're choosing it and who you're choosing it for. And above all, be aware that sometimes when you put these questions out on forums, the answers that you get and the recommendations that you get do not always come from the place of someone being a professional user, um, but sometimes they get paid as ambassadors and that can change how much they recommend, what they recommend. If they're going to get paid or receive products in return for recommending those products, it isn't always the best place to receive a recommendation from. Um, in my personal opinion. This is something that has sprung up massively, particularly across the nail industry in the last couple of years. And you will see constant group drops, name drops um, and links being given that the product companies themselves aren't doing, but they have people out there that are promoting their product for them. And it's great that those people feel passionate, but if they're receiving payment, I would always want to delve a little deeper into whether that product is the right product for me. For me personally, that's a massive turnoff. I can't stand that kind of thing. And it just it it just doesn't sit well with me. And that's my personal view. But um, do make sure that the people are recommending com- give you solid reasons as to why they recommend it. If I recommend a product, usually it will be backed up by, I have used this for X number of years, or I have used their education, I have been an educator for this brand, or something along those lines. And it will come with a solid background of why I would recommend that product. Think about what it is and why you want to change brand or why you're looking for a new brand. If it's regarding um, acrylic application or even gel polish application, check what it is and why you're having an issue with the brand that you have already. You've already made a choice to invest in that brand. And it may just be that you need to have a quick check in with your educator, that you need to have like a half day one to one with them, something like that, or even, you know, a Zoom call just to go through your application technique, because it may just be that something you learned on your training hasn't 
stuck in your head and you may be missing a step. It may be that you're working too thick, too thin. It could be so many different reasons. And if you have already invested in a quality brand with a quality company, they should have an education system there set to support you and be able to help you work through those processes because the last thing they want is to lose you as a customer. And also remember that sometimes if you're having difficulties with one system, that is not going to necessarily disappear if you move to a different system. Because if you aren't getting your product application or the technique for application correct with that brand, it may be that if you don't take the education from a new brand, that you're just going to carry on building more and more technical issues and problems into your services. So make sure that you use the education that is provided for you. And a lot of companies will provide um, support, educational support free of charge um, with when you buy product from them. There's a lot of that that goes on within industry. If you use the right product companies and a quality product company, they will quite happily have an educator that will just work with you and give you some advice. Um, and a lot of them will charge, of course, because educators need to be paid for. But just make sure that you are utilizing what is available from the brand that you have chosen to purchase from. Look at the reputation of the company that you work with and make sure that they have a strong market position. I've just this morning actually, and it's one of the reasons I decided to do this today was because um, I've answered another couple of questions over the last day or so and something had come back up on it this morning. and, And I really do feel that understanding what a reputable company is in this industry is really important and a reputable company should be selecting their products from a quality provider if they don't make them themselves in-house you know there's a lot of now companies that have their own especially the ones based in the states that have their own product chemists and who prepare and manufacture their own products so they are completely in control of everything from the research phase through to that arriving on your desk for you to use on your clients and there are very few companies now that can claim that you know there's a huge huge market of white label products that come from huge factories in China and in some other parts of Europe these products often come with unmatched lamps with SDS sheets that aren't necessarily reliable and therefore just on those bases alone you are not working with a reputable company it is something that is so important nails um, and the products associated with nails are currently causing a lot of allergy issues for both nail technicians and for their clients. And we really, really need to be very aware of the products that we are using and what is in them. And a lot of the white label companies and their SGS sheets are not necessarily what they seem to be. So we need to be very aware that we are using a reputable company that provides us with proper SDS sheets that understands the authenticity of their product and the history of their product and that they are delivering to market something that is safe usable and meets the regulations of our country because that is something that can be a miss next really is just to make sure that you are checking that the quality of the product is there and again this comes back down to your sds and the product manufacturer making sure that you have got something that is within safe levels 
that can be in many different products within the nail industry and I'm sure within um, hair and beauty as well when you start getting into acid peels or into um, products for changing the condition of the hair or for the color of the hair you know we all need to make sure that the products that we're using are within the safe legal levels for our country and you can find that information out if you go to the CTPA um, you'll be able to find out lots of information from them on how that works um, and again then leading on to my next one which is product ingredients again the CTPA are a really great um, organization and the CTPA stands for Cosmetics Perfumes and Toiletries Association and they have a very scientific foundation and they have um, an Instagram account a Facebook account and an amazing website where there is a mine of information that you can go and find out loads and loads of stuff all about your product ingredients and what the safe levels are and how you can use them safely all that kind of stuff they do little videos and i know for now they recently did an interview with marion newman and they had a great talk about what different things make a safe product and so on so it's well worth a visit to their website to see if you can track that down next is product safety and again this comes back to making sure that the sds is correct that the ingredients are correct and checking things like the ctpa to make sure that the products that you're choosing meet the correct guidelines and this cannot be stressed enough there's a portal um, that was part of the EU that we no longer obviously are under after Brexit, but the UK now have their own products portal that every company that is distributing products in the UK should be part of. And these things, they're like a very private thing where no information is given to the public, but those product companies have to ensure that they are registered and their products are registered on there down to every single color of gel of hair color whatever it may be all of those products that are used for a cosmetic purpose have to be registered and a company should be able to openly tell you that they are registered with the correct authorities to be able to sell those products in the UK. This leads on to my next point which is about product compliance and compliance is really really important. And it covers things like legal labeling, correct SDS, because there are lots and lots of fake, fake SDSs out there. And if a company fails to supply you with an SDS, do not buy from them. If they cannot give you an SDS that looks official, if you go to the health and safety website, HSE website, you will be able to find examples, or even if you just look on the internet for um, official SDS sheets, you know, if go to a company, that is very well-known company. If you go to one of the huge brands like Weller or L'Oreal and ask them for um, one of their SDS sheets for whatever product, you will be able to get an official SDS to know what they should look like. These sheets are there to give you every information that is required. They're a safety data sheet and they give you information on product storage, on product allergens, um, how to use it in the, an appropriate environment. And or what the chemical ingredients are it may not give you the percentages fully it may give you a range of percentage because of product manufacturing privacy and stuff like that with recipes of how they make things but there is usually a safe band of product ingredients and that should be there and if the company cannot provide you with the safety data sheet then walk away if they hesitate if they do not want to give it to you there may be a very good reason why and that should ring alarm bells in your head so walk away if it looks like it's 
not correct, if it looks a bit wonky in places, you know, some of these things get photocopied over and over again. Um, I know that's a really old thing now, having a photocopier. But, you know, if it looks like it's a poor quality that's been thrown together, SDSs have a very, very set format of how they should look. And I would make sure that you find an official SDS from a company that you know you can trust and then compare some of, um, especially if it's a cheap product, you know, cheap products are cheap for a reason. And remember that because it just, you know, if you buy cheap, quite often you'll buy twice. And that's because you buy the cheap stuff and you just, you don't realize what it is that you're getting. And you do not want to be in a place where you're using a sub quality product. So just check. These are all little indicators that you can look for. Number eight on the list is about support um, for the technician or the therapist. Make sure that in your inquiries that they treat you with respect. Make sure they treat you as a professional um, if, and that they don't mind you asking questions because any brand worth its salts will be encouraging you to ask questions make sure that they have good text that they have good tech support make sure that they are able to provide you with a good quality customer service support make sure that their postage works in the way that you want it to work that you know they're not going to be sending it via a courier that you know locally for you is horrendous you know all those little things will lead to a poor customer service journey for you that as the end user so make sure that Whatever it is that you need from a company, that the company whose products you choose can provide all of that for you. Because if they can't, they're immediately going to begin failing. So make sure that their um, ordering systems are what you want, that their delivery systems are what you want, and that their customer service is there. And remember as well that maybe it might be good, although you know we all live in this wonderful age of social media and everything's done by message, sometimes actually making the phone call and having a conversation with the person that owns the distribution or the head of customer services or the head of education or whoever is sometimes worth just phoning and having a conversation because you actually get to hear the person behind what is going on and that can help you make a decision make sure as well number nine that their education team are appropriately qualified that they have off qual level education qualifications so that they have their petals or their 7307 or their aet whatever it may be because there's obviously loads of them historically but make sure that they have a formal education qualification and also make sure that they're operating and working with the National Occupational Standards or the NOS. These have just been reviewed across the whole of our sector. Huge numbers of the NOS have just been um, updated for the first time in many years. And it's something that as a professional, it's worth having a look at because on there, I've just um, been on the expert working party for the NOW sector and we have updated loads. So go and check National Occupational Standards, go and check it on Google and go and read the standards for the areas that you work within and that is across every single part of now so that will be acrylics um, liquid and powder it will be uv gel cured products it will be for um, car and acrylate products and if you're in hair it will be for color products and for um, conditioning products all that kind of stuff and how you apply and how you work with your clients with them and it covers absolutely everything and all of our qualifications within industry start with the NOS and anyone that is providing courses should be using these as a foundation for their courses too. And I would really, really hope that most of our nail brands are 
at, at least aware of these not of the NOS and are using them within their course building. So do check that they operate the NOS. It will help with your insurance because if ever you have a claim and there's a problem, they will check that you are working to the National Occupational Standards because that's their port of call. That's what the National Occupational Standards are there for, is there as a standard for the industry. And if you don't work to those standards, then your insurance claims, if you ever have one, may be invalidated. And so it's always worth checking that the education that you receive also knows and understands what those National Occupational Standards are. Lastly, as point 10, is colour choice. And this is something that does kind of cross all of the industry because most sectors have a part of what they do that is based within colour. And making sure that you have got a wide colour choice of products to choose from and for your clients to choose from is really, really important. Um, but more specifically within nails, you do need to be quite aware that there are some parts of our products like cat's eye um, gels or neons that very specifically have to meet the um, product quality guidelines and regulations because to create these effects of neon and um, cat's eye and all of these peculiarities that we get within the now um, gel products there are um, ingredients that are not safe and so you need to make sure that the product company that you're buying from when they start adding in all of these um, extremes of color or extremes of design availability and that kind of stuff just check that they are legitimate ingredients that are within those products these products can be indicators of non-standard products and we should be aware because those products that are non-standard can lead to an invalidation of your insurance so just make sure neon particularly is one that will go across the whole of our industry across nails beauty and hair so whenever you are seeing neon products do just check that they do not have um unsavory products within them that is creating the neon there are ways of creating neon like colors um, and that's what you need to be looking for and making sure that you don't have something that has unsafe chemicals within it to make the true neon color these are just a few indicators um, that I'd recommend that you use as a guide for any products that you're choosing. But most importantly, make sure that you choose a brand that matches your ethos, that matches what it is that you are as a professional. Make sure that you are aligned in your ways of working. Make sure that you are aligned in the ways of marketing and all that kind of stuff. You know, there's a lot of companies out there that, you know, for me, I'm not particularly a pink and fluffy person. That isn't really how I've ever traded and how I approach um, recruiting clients. But there are loads and loads of salons out there that do pink and fluffy brilliantly and that there are brands that support that, the same as there are brands that support, you know, very clinical um branding within a salon I used to when I had my salon I used to use comfort zone and it was like a really simple back to nature very very um, eco-friendly environmentally friendly and it was part of my ethos and it matched what I wanted so just make sure that you're not choosing a brand just because 10 other people say you should make sure that you choose a brand that matches 
how you are as a therapist, how you are as a business, and what it is that you want to portray to your potential client base. And remember, that's really the key fundamental to all of this. You attract a particular client because you are a particular salon, a particular therapist, technician, hairstylist, whatever it is you may be. You attract those clients for that reason. And so the product choices that you make will support you and your business as you go forward and that you recruit and retain more and more clients that love what it is that you do. And also telling your clients when you have a new brand on board or that you're thinking of a new brand, telling them why you have chosen that brand, what it is, why you've investigated them, how you found out all about them, what it is you love about them. Because most importantly, another most important, because there's so many most important things in this world, um, but but those things that make you choose that brand, there's usually something that connects with you um, on a, a business level and also on a personal sort of at the heart level as well. And there's a reason for that. It gives you passion about that brand. And if you can't translate that passion to your clients, your clients aren't going to buy into it. You know, clients love having the story of why you've got that, why you use it, how you use it, how it can improve their lives, how it can make their service better, how it's going to make their nails last for an extra couple of days or whatever it may be. There are going to be reasons that your client loves that you've chosen in that brand. So always when you're choosing something, think about your end user. And you know, yes, it could be that it's going to give you better application technique on a professional level, but that also then progresses onto and if you're applying your product better or it's giving you an easier professional journey, then the client is going to receive what benefit from that. Think about how it's going to benefit your clients and what they're going to get out of it. Are they going to get a better quality of um product? Are they going to get a wider choice of colour? Are those colours going to be more vibrant and, you know, they're going to take less coats of gel polish? Is it going to be a hair colour that gives a better finish and a better condition to the hair? Is it going to be a skincare product that gives them a, a much, much better result for their skin and makes them glow more? Whatever it is that makes your clients come back to you, that product choice that you're making now is going to be why they continue to return to you and you continue to retain those clients and build the services that support your business. So I hope that's given you a little bit of an indicator into what it is that's important about choosing product. I will be putting this, I think I'm going to put this up on um, suedavies.org as well, just as a, a free guide so that you can have something to download. And that may be, it may be very soon, it may not be, because I'm literally on the verge of moving house at the moment. And I'm being, at, the, at this point, I've had to move boxes off my desk so I could do my podcast this week, and it's not going to improve over the next couple of weeks. So... I hope that um, you can bear with me if you want that download. It will be there at some point, but I am just trying to manage lots of different things. I'm juggling too many balls and got too many plates spinning at this point. But uh, I'm sure many of you can, can sympathise or empathise with that. And I will see you next week on Inspiring Salon Professionals. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to like, subscribe and share. And I will speak to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Inspiring Salon Professionals. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share with other industry professionals you think may enjoy the show too. For links and further information, you'll find those in the show notes or on my website, www.suedavies.org.
You can also hear more from me and join the Inspiring Salon Professionals community on the Facebook group. Thanks again and see you next time. Bye for now.